Welcome to Vegas Revealed, episode 161. Preparations for the upcoming Formula One race in Vegas have shifted into high gear. Find out where you'll encounter delays and disruptions over the coming weeks. And with construction stalled on a new strip casino, are we about to have another Vegas eyesore on our hands? We'll share what we know. A new social steakhouse is open inside Caesars Palace. We were there for a preview and have our outlook for the restaurant, plus the one must-try menu item. And the Mirage Volcano is one step closer to its final eruption and some retail therapy to welcome the spring season. All that and so much more right now on Vegas Revealed. But first, have you downloaded the Vegas Near Me app yet? That is the big question. It is a must-have if you live in Las Vegas or you plan to visit here. And it's now available in both the Apple App Store and on Google Play. If you have a hard time finding your way around our resorts, don't worry. You can find maps of the property within the app. Also, find out how much they're charging for parking so you can plan ahead. Even book an Uber right within the app. Think of Vegas Near Me as a concierge in your pocket. When you open the app, you're going to find more than 16,000 Las Vegas businesses and activities. There are tons of detailed videos, blogs, and information right inside the app. And it's accurate and up-to-date. That's the best part. Use our Vegas Revealed link that we provide in our show notes and download it to your phone now for free. Instead of reviews, Vegas Near Me has compiled thousands of Las Vegas-related YouTube channels and podcasts like Vegas Revealed so you can hear about and see real-life experiences at the places you're searching. You watch and listen all inside the app. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. Let's get to it now and spin that wheel. Welcome to episode 161 of Vegas Revealed. Sean McAllister here along with Dana Roselli in a, well, currently sunny, but still damp Las Vegas. It's been an awful winter in Las Vegas. We've been all over the place. I've got a friend in town right now who was all excited to come in for some pool days. Well, it's pool season. It's officially started. (laughs) Well, I know. I almost feel like, gosh, we really need to like support the pools this summer because There's one resort specifically that I keep getting invites to that they're trying to have this grand opening weekend kind of celebration, and it just, they keep having to cancel because it's awful weather in the 50s and cloudy. Yeah, all that, all the weather that's (laughs) moving onshore in Los Angeles, it gets to us a day later, and man, it has just been gray and chilly. Today, uh, we're recording on... The 22nd of March. This is actually the coldest March 22nd in 50 years. Wow. Isn't that strange? Are we going to have like a scorching summer? I I hope not. Because you know, spring and fall, the season, talking about like nice temperatures, in Las Vegas, it only lasts for about a week. (laughs) We get a week, maybe two, of like nice Mm mid-70s. And then it just like jumps up to the 90s. I know. It, it, it's, and if you think about it, it is only the end of March. We've got April, May, right? Till really, really, really kicks in. I don't know. I keep thinking it's like closer to summer than it really is. True. 
<laughs> Didn't we just hit spring? Was yesterday the first day of spring? Yeah, like we literally just <laughs> hit spring. <laughs> but you said your grass is growing real nice, right? Yeah, all the plants that we put in are loving this. They're I love getting all it. the natural water falling from the sky. They're happy. It's very rare. It is. Plush. We're going to have plush backyards we are, and which probably yard. means it'll be an awful allergy <laughs> season but whatever we're whatever. not getting into the medical stuff no we're, we don't have hurricanes we don't have tornadoes <laughs> we're happy for the rain we need it that's for sure so um all good stuff all right we have tons to talk about so we should probably start getting through it and one of them um well if you hopefully let's see this runs on a, a saturday so friday the day before this podcast dropped the formula one Las Vegas Grand Prix released more tickets for the race. They did a bunch in November, but it was like overwhelming. So they're like, okay, let's figure out where we've got seats, where we've got places, where we're building the grandstands, and then we'll release more. And they did. Yeah. So now that they have the the layout like totally nailed down, they know how many people can be in each section all around the course. Uh, a new batch of tickets are now out starting at $500. And that may seem like a steep price, but here's the thing. That $500 is for all three days. It includes your food, your viewing location, and non-alcoholic drinks. Yeah. Uh, now, you need to remember, too, that the race is being run at night, starting at 10 p.m. So it's not like you're going to be out there all day long mm -hmm. unless you really want to. Maybe, yeah going to be tons of Vegas style entertainment and they have all these like specialized menus and food and drinks and all, all sorts of stuff. So if you've got the three day pass, I'm sure there's going to be plenty to do when it comes to, to Formula One. Oh yeah. I think ever just about everybody uh, on the strip, all the major properties are going to be having their own events that mm -hmm. are tied into F1. And then of course the ones that are official sponsors will have, you know, a bunch of extra stuff going on. And as we rot, watch the uh, grandstands rising up out of the ground over at the official, you know, Formula One headquarters at Koval and, and Harmon just off the strip, um, we're also going to be seeing a lot of action along the actual race route. Because in preparation... All the roads that those cars are going to be driving on need to be repaved. Yeah. So starting in April for several weeks, the course is going to be paved and all those roads are getting new asphalt put on. Mm -hmm. So, um, I mean, that's in the heart of the resort corridor. So mm -hmm. there are going to be some travel restrictions oh in place and some delays and headaches if you're if you're stuck in that. It's already bad, so I can only imagine. And when you say action, it's like not the action we really want. Well, we right, do for the wrong right. term, but long term, <laughs> but not the Yeah, it's going to probably be a little bit of a travel nightmare around there. But it's funny, I was just driving down this section of paradise that I think is part of the route. And I was like, man, they need a repave. It's so bumpy and all over the oh, place. Oh, it is. So, I, yep. I mean, if this is what <laughs> it's going to take to get it done, then, hey, we'll have new roads after, I guess. Maybe every year we should just have a different course <laughs> so that all the roads around the strip end up getting paved. I feel like we can get more in depth in uh, Formula One another time because you and I were watching a bunch of simulations. We were looking at the renderings and we are literally so cool. in awe. Yeah. And it, we need to go into detail about all that another time. We do have the renderings on our social media site. So check out Vegas Revealed. We'll always be updating you there. Uh, another thing that we wanted to, to mention to you, the M Resort, which is in the south 
part of the Las Vegas Valley. It's You see it along the I-15 if you're driving in from Southern California. Uh, they're adding a new $200 million wing to the casino, including mm. a new hotel tower. Wow. I was surprised about this because I thought, does the M need to expand? Is it that popular? It's not something that uh, I visit often because I don't live down that way. I know you used to live down there and go there often. Is, is it a bustling place? Does it stay busy? Yeah, it really does. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also the uh, official hotel partner of the Las Vegas Raiders training facility, which is like right next door. Yep. Um, so I know anytime that they're, you know, bringing people in to you know, go over to the headquarters for anything, if they're staying the night, they'll usually... Uh, stay over at the M. So that's, you know, brought a a bunch of extra business in too. True. And there are so many more uh, houses and retail developments going in as well. And I think that, you know, when people who live there have guests coming into town, you know, if if there's no room at the house, then, hey, go stay at the M. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which we often use as an excuse. There's no room here. Sorry, I'm storing something in the spare bedroom. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that, that bed is just not ready for humans right now. But I've got a great hotel right down the street. Exactly. Well, the M <laughs> is beautiful. Whenever I go there, I do think like, you know, great restaurants, great layout, something. It's a little bit different. I love it. And we, you and I are actually going down there next week to um, work. We've got a video project we're doing for the Olympia companies. And we're going to be at the M when they have their big kickoff night and Luke Bryan's performing. Yeah. And their spa is really nice too, by the way. Mm -hmm. And it always smells nice inside the oven. Yeah, it does smell nice. You're right. Um, Well, this is not the dream that we all hoped for when it comes to the new Dream Las Vegas Hotel. We told you about this a while ago. It's a boutique hotel that's going up just to the south of Mandalay Bay. And we were excited about this because we thought it's a great place for those that come in for either business from the airport or like are coming in for a Raiders game and need to like stay over a night. Maybe they're working the Raiders game. Maybe they're going to go to a Raiders game because it's kind of near the stadium. It's a nice location. They started the project and now we have learned it has been fully stopped. According to the review journal, our paper here, they say that this project is now on hold. And that apparently is because uh, the funding that... Uh, the developers thought was in place, maybe wasn't. And they're kind of behind right now, uh, owing approximately $25 million um, on work that's Mm. being done there. So they have to put a a stop to it until uh, new funding can be found. Um, I'm hopeful that they can find new funding because at that at that south end of the Las Vegas Strip down there, south of Mandalay Bay, um, we don't need any more stalled projects. No, we don't. There was at one time when the high roller was going in and the link was being developed up in the middle of the strip, there was a developer who came in and said, hey, I'm going to put my own giant Ferris wheel down here next to Mandalay Bay. Well, there's these giant concrete columns sticking up out of the ground now and that's as far as they got on the project yeah and we're talking years and years that they have just been sitting there i did notice that that lot is now uh up for sale again which would be a great place for just a hotel or for a massive uh sports 
themed bar restaurant mm-hmm. kind of deal. Right. Because it's in real close proximity to Allegiant Stadium if you just cross the street and uh, it's a good place to like either go after a game or when you need to or uh, you know even before a concert or yep. a game to be able to just kind of like settle in and get ready to walk over the bridge and like just go there first for some lunch or something and and some drinks. Yeah, g- g- good point. If we had if we were investors, we would invest in that. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. But yeah, you and I sit here and we go, why did you start when you didn't have the money? I mean, I don't know. We are not business people in the big business construction developers. So, but to me, it just sounds like this happens a lot and I I don't know what's going on. And I don't know if maybe the developers had a, a funding plan lined up and something fell through once they already started construction. Don't know the details on this, but we do know that construction has fully stopped at Dream Las Vegas there on South Las Vegas Boulevard. Uh, Hopefully they pick it up again soon. Yeah. Well, we told you we'd keep you up to date on the hard rock guitar. So the Mirage on the Las Vegas Strip is now owned by the hard rock. We told you a big vote was coming up and the county commission has approved plans now to remove the Mirage volcano and put in that guitar-shaped hotel tower. So it is all a go. So the plans are all approved, um, and the idea of it is approved, but we still don't have an exact date on when um, the volcano's last show will be. We Mm -hmm. don't know when demolition is going to start. I have a feeling that's still probably a year or so away. Yeah. Maybe six months to a year. Mm -hmm. We'll see. Well, let's hope this guitar, once they start building it, that it keeps going because we don't want it to look like a guitar pick. No, <laughs> Just sit there no. for it's the round base. We need it to, like, if you're going to start, let's make sure we can go all the way to the top because that's going to look weird. I have a feeling Hard Rock has their finances all, <laughs> all lined up there. Yeah, and I don't know that I'm going to miss the volcano. I'm probably one of a very, I don't know, a few group that, don't care that much that the Mirage Volcano is closing. I don't know why, but <laughs> don't hate me. I just, I haven't been by it in a long time, which means it's not a draw for me. Yeah. <laughs> but Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> All right, moving on. Next door to the Mirage is Caesar's Palace. You and I were there recently. We've, been, we've actually been there a lot um, at a couple different restaurant openings. We've been to a lot of restaurant openings actually at the forum shops at Caesar's Palace, which is attached to Caesar's Palace, but kind of its own thing. We haven't been in the actual hotel casino part for a while for an opening. And so we were excited to check out Stanton Social Prime, which just opened and they had a little preview party. We were on the VIP list. I don't know how we got on it, but we did. <laughs> and we went last week and checked it out, and we were impressed. I mean, it was really, really nice and swanky and a really classy addition we to loved, Caesar's Palace. Yeah, and we loved the decor. I know you were... You and I were talking to some folks from Caesar's Palace, and they were saying, oh, we don't even have a lot of the chairs in here yet, but it's a total like throwback to the kind of 
showgirl boudoir kind of like the back of the seats have like these showgirlish outfits on them. I look forward to seeing that because they had to move some of the seats out for space for the party. Right. But the chandeliers were beautiful. The walls. I mean, it was, it was gorgeous in there. Yeah. It's kind of an art deco, uh, inspired design inside and all the light fixtures are all eclectic. It's not like a total matchy-matchy situation going on in there. Um, But it is a very... It's an elevated feel, but not a stuffy feel, if that makes sense. Yeah. we. I loved it. You and I had some past food that they were passing around, and we were like raving about it. Everything was so good. It really was. Like the steak and uh, fries were delicious. There were little almost uh, like pierogi kind of deals, which mm-hmm. was a potato and goat cheese. Um, and then you dipped it in the creme fraiche mm-hmm. and it was phenomenal. Those little bites I could probably survive on forever. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the food was good and it was gorgeous. You and I left there going, we need to go back for dinner, like yes. ASAP. And we also thought this is going to be so popular. And we're not the only ones either. Here are uh, Caesars Entertainment executive Sean McBurney and chef Chris Santos. Stanton Social Prime is the perfect addition because when you go in there, you feel it's a vibe restaurant. It's a sexy space. If you're going to Omnia Nightclub, there's no better restaurant to go to than Stanton Social Prime. It really provides something that we haven't had into the empire up until this point. Uh, bringing back a restaurant I had for 15 years in New York City, reinventing it as a modern steakhouse here at Caesars Palace. So Stanton Social was a restaurant I opened on the Lower East Side in 2004, all share plates. I have a cookbook called Share. It's kind of like my whole thing. Um, And uh, it became an overnight hit in New York City. Yeah, and according to everyone that knows this restaurant well, you have to have the onion soup dumplings. Everyone was raving about them. Right, and they were saying, like, they used to have these dumplings at their other restaurant in New York City, and it was like the number one ordered item. Yeah, super popular. Uh, And everybody we talked to said uh, who had actually gone in to do uh, menu tastings for everything that's being offered there said you cannot go wrong on anything you order there. So Mm. looking forward to uh, going back and welcome Stanton Social Prime to Las Vegas and Caesars Palace. Uh, something else we did that actually we didn't have on our list, and I forgot I wanted to mention. We Ooh, did, did go we to the Rouge Room. Oh, we did. At Red That's Rock. Right. Yeah, because we we had talked about it a few times in the podcast that we were going, but then I just was thinking we never talked about after. <laughs> so that is another new, like, kind of swanky place, right? Like a Parisian kind of dark red colors. It was great. It's in the former, well, it used to be Cherry. Then it was Crimson. Then it was... Something in bloom. Crimson in bloom. Crimson in bloom. Yeah. Yeah, during, you know, the springtime. But it's been a lot of things over the years. But it's always a great spot. And it kind of, you walk down this little tunnel and it leads into this bar area that's really nice with booths. And then it leads you right outside to a little pool area. So it's it's a great vibe with a bar out there. Yeah, um, it was a super nice space. Uh, They had a martini cart rolling around, lots of specialty cocktails. There was caviar being served, you know, some elevated uh, dishes for the cocktail lounge environment. So 
you know, uh, Rouge now open over at Red Rock. Yeah, and the fries with this truffle something. Oh, the truffle aioli. Yeah. Now, I think you were standing and chatting, and we ordered you some, or we asked the person, and then I think I ate mine, and then you never sat down, so I ate yours. <laughs> <laughs> you did bring me some. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, I don't remember. Maybe I was tipsy. <laughs> the martini cart rolled around too many times. <laughs> I don't remember that. See, you can tell it was on my mind, though, that I felt guilty. I was eating your fries. I'm bringing it up again. And then I apparently brought them to you. Let go of your guilt. (laughs) I got my fries. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, when this podcast drops, I will have already gone to Taylor Swift show at Allegiant Stadium. Yes, I finally got a pass. Which is a huge reversal of fate from the last time we sat down to record because I said, Roselli, do you have your Taylor Swift tickets? And the answer was no. Well, I got a text today and now I do. And I'm so (laughs) excited. I can't even tell you. I feel like a little girl in middle school getting ready to go to new kids on the block. <laughs> Are you going to like rhinestone your kids? And... No, you know what? I already have, well, look at the shoes I'm wearing. I'm wearing oh, these. I guess. Oh, those they're are already perfect. sparkly. Cause I need comfortable shoes. Yeah. Cause whoever's going to the show is going to do a lot of walking, you know, to get there. So I'm wearing my sparkly oh, sneakers, but you know, I'm not putting, I'm not going to overthink it. Cause I really just want to be comfortable. I want to enjoy the show. It's apparently over three hours. She does 44 songs. I mean, people are raving about it. The production is apparently over the top, goes through all the eras. I can't wait for the whole thing. I'm so excited. It, it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm glad that uh, Taylor did two nights <laughs> here in Las Vegas, and now she's off across the country. She'll be back for our the rest of our West Coast listeners. Uh, more towards summer, her tour comes back. Uh, out west and yeah. ends up in Los Angeles. So we're kind of like, it's like Arizona and us, and then she goes out east. Yeah. It's Florida and then the mid. Yeah. So it's interesting because we're kind of like the first westernish. I mean, I'm excited. We're basically kicking off the Eras tour. Yeah. These first four shows for sure. I love it. Um, we're also going to be going to Maroon 5. They are kicking off, or well, we will we'll have already went when this podcast rolls. It's always hard because, you know, we do pre-record, but we'll talk about Maroon 5 next week. Uh, really excited for their show over at Park MGM. And thank you to Maroon 5 for sending over a, a bottle of tequila along with a recipe for the Maroon 5 Las Vegas Margarita. Ooh. And it's actually the M5LV Margarita mm. is what they're calling That's it. That's a nice bottle right there. What's the brand? It is. This is uh, Cali Rosa. Ooh, it looks good. I love that it's kind of like a blush color. Is that a blush colored tequila? It's a Rosa Blanco tequila. Ooh, I've never had that. Yeah, made in Mexico, the Cali Rosa brand. Looking forward to it. That's nice. Good stuff. Maroon 5. They do it right. Adam Levine. He's always on top of it. He is. <laughs> All right. Next week, we are going to be talking to uh, one of the entertainment directors over at Resorts World. They have incredible things coming up and, and a large variety of events and attractions coming and shows. So that's going to be a good conversation. Uh, so tune in next week for that. But right now, we're going to do some tips. And Dana, tip number one this week is in case you're planning on using Las Vegas as the backdrop for an upcoming proposal. Mm, Which a lot of people do. They love something unique, different. They go on vacation with a significant other and say, let's go to Vegas. And then, boof, 
the big question gets popped. And who knows? Maybe you propose one night and have the wedding the next night. True. Or the next hour. Or the next hour. It doesn't (laughs) even matter. Uh, This is pretty cool, though. We saw this and wanted to share it. You can now propose using the Fremont Street Viva Vision Canopy. Mm. If you get in touch with them, you can work out the details, and they will put your message up on the canopy. So you have to make sure that you're there at the time when your message (laughs) is going to run. Otherwise, a whole bunch of people are going to know about the proposal except your person who you're proposing to. Right. But um, what a unique idea. Isn't this that is cool. cool. Though? Yeah, because we hear about so many different things proposing in front of the Eiffel Tower and like in front of the fountains, but this is something I've never heard of. Yeah, I hadn't heard about this either and they said the only thing um that you need to watch out for is that uh your proposal time cannot uh interfere with any of the regularly scheduled Viva Vision canopy shows. Mm. So there's time between those shows when, you know, personalized messages can run. So if you're interested in this, you can send an email to contact at vegasexperience.com and we'll put that uh, email link down in our show notes as well. Also worth noting, last week when we did the visitor study, when it was reasons to go downtown, the number one reason was for the Fremont Street experience. That is under, very true. Under the canopy. So yep. it's a popular spot. So it makes sense. That would be a fun one. It and- is. And make sure to bring somebody who could video that moment too, mm-hmm. because I guarantee you'll get a lot of people cheering and applauding for you after you pop the question and they see the message on the screen too. Yeah, and if you listen to this tip and you do it, you better send us a video. Yes, tag us, please. (laughs) We would love to see it. We would. Um, You know, and if it is a last-minute thing, you could call Sean and I. If we aren't busy, we'll come be in the wedding. (laughs) Yeah, we could do that. Down at the uh, drive-thru chapel. We'll sit in the back seat. All right. Well, let's talk shopping. I got a note from the Las Vegas North Premium Outlets, and I must say, I really love this outlet mall. I go there as much as I can, and sometimes life gets busy and I forget, and then whenever I go there, I go, man, I need to shop here more because you get tons of deals. I always find great stuff there. It is good, right? Yeah. It's more outdoor, so if it's a chilly day, it can be a little tough. Just bundle up. Or or a super hot day. Be prepared. Yeah, or super hot. You're right. Um, But they're kind of like, it's like a mall that you walk kind of outside, so it's not indoors, but it's a great spot and the weather's perfect here usually. Um, but they're hosting a spring luxury preview event. It's March 30th from five to eight. And apparently shoppers can, can hop to the outlet center and enjoy all these different uh, like activations that they're going to have there. They're going to have retail promotions. You're going to get a gift with purchase, which is available over at the guest services. As long as you have a day of receipt. Okay. Okay. Um, and you're going to get complimentary valet. And you're going to get access to Drop It, which is this digital service that will deliver shopping bags directly to your hotel wow. or your home so that you don't, because when you're out, you know, shopping around as the bags start to add up, right? it starts to be like, you don't want to shop anymore because you're carrying all this stuff. Well, they're going to take it and just, you know, as you go along, just deliver it. Huh. Um, well, they deliver it at the end, apparently. Yeah. So right to your hotel. And Interesting. It's just, That's a cool service. I know. It really is. So participating stores um, include like Jimmy Choo, Stuart Weissman, David Yerman. There's tons of different stores. And I know when people visit Las Vegas, they love 
to check out our luxury stores because it's not something that they can easily find in their hometown. Right. So this would be a spot to go find, you know, already it's an outlet store. So you're, there are going to be discounts and now there's going to be even more. So check it out. The uh, North premium outlets, you basically take I-15 and get off around Charleston and it's right there. You'll see it. It's right next to the big, huge building, which is the uh, Las Vegas furniture market place. Uh, the World Market World Center. Market Center. Yep. You're right. And it's easy to get to. So um, just a little tip if you want to shop. So I love it. Proposals downtown and then a little shopping. Those are our tips today. Do we make 30 minutes around? Uh, right around there. It's going to be right up against it. But <laughs> that's good. It's our goal every week to be around 30 minutes. And we just keep getting longer and longer and longer. <laughs> so it like doesn't work at all. We're trying to rein ourselves in. Yeah. Hey, and listen, to find that shopping spot, you might want to download the Vegas Near Me app. We have a link free in our show notes. Uh, again, they have everything Vegas in there that's fun to do or see, attractions. You'll find details, hours, where to park, all that good information. We've had a few of our listeners write us just last week saying, thank you so much. I downloaded it. I'm getting ready to come to Vegas. This is perfect. So again, it's free. Nothing. You can have an Android. You can have an iPhone, whatever you want. If it's fun to do or see in Las Vegas, it's on Vegas near me. That is episode 161. We'll be back again next week. <laughs> see ya. Nope. Talk to ya then. Drive on through the night. The desert sky is cold.